millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Anyway, anyway we back are to why you're here. here for Mostly Lit. We started our podcast journey together and we're so proud to have seen them grow from strength to strength. They managed to reach an audience that really have a space in London and I'm so 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 happy that we're here today in the roundhouse um, make sure you use the hashtag if you're here we want you to it's an interactive show use your phones get them out we don't mind um, Instagram Twitter just make sure the flash is off and the sound is off but please use the hashtag mostly lit live it's going to be fantastic it's a beautiful thing and we're really excited I think I think we should get to just bring them out we should probably start with the reckless one yes I'm going to say she was formerly known as Reckless Ray. She's grown up. My little... She's, she's blossomed. She'd like to be called just Ray these days. Not so reckless, but she little but she talawa. I don't know if there's any Jamaicans in this place. Uh-oh. Thank you. Because you know what that means? She's small, but she's got a whole load of character. When she gets something in her mind, there is no swaying her, yeah. and she will give it to anybody. Yeah. And I'm talking about her mind, guys. Don't go. <laughs> don't do that to my lovely... How dare you? How dare Lovely you? Islamic Muslim sister. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but she has her points, and she's strong, and that's what we love about her. We also have... Moving on to the tallest man in any room that he walks into. Smooth chocolate, smoothing and rum on a Sunday afternoon. The guy that we all know, the most well-read guy, Alex Reed. Ooh. All them girls, you know about that voice, innit? It's, it's wrong. Daddy, a daddy over here. <laughs> daddy. And Alex, you heard that? Daddy. <laughs> you he know heard, he's at he the heard. door like, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, but not, not by any means the least, we no have way. the muscle man himself, Mr. Boy. Derek. Big arms. Big guns and that, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is literally the most well-read person I've ever met in my life. You sure? Yeah, I mean, oh, hold on. New, news just in. Okay. Uh, Guinness Book of Kira. Yeah. He is the most well-read person in the world. Oh, there you go. It's official. Um, it's official. And he brings all of that intellect to this wonderful podcast, oh, which fantastic. I'm sure you all know about. If you don't know, you're in for an amazing night. So, so we need you to all be upstanding, stand please. Stand up. Everybody upstanding. Yeah, that's right. Everybody, we that's right. Make them feel comfortable. And we want to get a stomp going, so get your feet stomping. Get moving. Let's keep coming. Clap your hands. Put your hands together for mostly Big, big, back away, they make me feel amazing, girl. I just want to go to the 
Let's How get this sorted. Hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, it's full. It's incredible. Oh, my God, we're finally here. Oh, man. And we're back. We're back. Oh, my God, did you guys, like, see our episode out this morning? Well, afternoon -ish. Well, whoever managed to listen. Yeah, I don't know if you guys managed to listen, but... Uh, right? Who said That's that? Derek. Who said that? That's Kira. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, Kid Out Hood is the best British some, 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 according to Derek. Um, mm. I don't think so. I think Small Island is, but would you say that it's... I've never seen Small, Small Island, Island what? Wait, the film? As in the film, not Audrey. the book. Is that Small Island? Audrey. Yeah, they made a film, a BBC know. adaptation about it. I think it was incredible. No, nah, I really think... No, nah, I didn't know. Kid, Out, Kid Out Hood did it. Amazing movie. Yeah, it's, got, but, it's got everything in it. Yeah, but it doesn't really have me in it. <laughs> Uh, it's not everyday no, race. No, I know. No, no listen. No, listen. I know it says not everyday race, but was there like? Did you see a, like a not even a black Muslimic, but did you actually see a Muslimic? Okay, Muslimic is actually not a word, but I just say it. Um, <laughs> did you see a Muslim girl there? Like, no, I, no. I lived in ends, but it didn't represent me. What? Okay, so who? what's up? Okay, that's fair enough. No. That's yeah. fair enough. That doesn't make that doesn't take anything away from what the movie is. And Absolutely not. I'm just saying that. I don't look at it and I think, oh yeah, this is like. This talks to me. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Anyways. Is it fine, Derek? It's fine. Anyway, Are you okay? welcome to <laughs> another uh, another episode. Welcome to Mosi Lit Live. Wow. <laughs> it feels like ages since we've done. I know, it's man. Been a it's been a Still. while. We've had it's been a few two issues. Months. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've been through some things, but it's cool. All my life, I, I had, had to, to fight. fight. <laughs> But yeah, guys, we're here with uh, we roundhouse doing the and now what festival. We're gonna mm. be yeah. talking about making a difference. You're right. Um, you know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep it around the books, around pop culture, and we're just gonna bring what we usually bring. Yeah. Kick off the new season of mostly lit. Right. Yeah. So yeah. is this season three or like? Because obviously, I feel like season one was like me and Alex when it was calm and collected, right? And I didn't have an issue with anyone. Um, <laughs> season two. But let's be real though. <laughs> but let's be real though. When, uh, it, real. when it was just you two. Oh wow. Okay. Continue. Continue. Let's yeah. be real though. Let's be, no, yeah. let's be real though. Yeah. When it was just you two, yeah. there was a certain element of respectability to the podcast. Wow. That I came, I came and dismantled. Okay. First of all, there wasn't respectability. Uh, you know, I'm talking the truth. No. There wasn't respectability. Do you know, you know what, what it is? It wasn't respectability. It's just that you think you're savage, right? But we're no. just good people. No. So <laughs> I don't think I'm savage. We weren't at all. like we weren't. We were just talking about books. But obviously, you came and you like. But you do realize too much agreement kills a conversation. So if you two, uh -huh. are, if no, you, obviously you're the devil's advocate. Cool. No, like, I'm not that's doing nice. I'm But if you two are talking about the books you read, oh, Alex, you know he went to uni, and you I studied. Read this, I read that, he read yeah. Spanish, and you went to uni, you studied. I read I, obviously, Spanish. Obviously, I had to come through with my my sport, <laughs> with my sports science degree and start talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just come and start talking about Jimmy. <laughs> Safe to say we're, no, on, a, we're so on, a, on a new wave. Do you remember? It's so funny because I was in Zanzibar when um, Alex was trying to convince me to get there on the show. Telling the story. I'm, no, I'm it's tired. hilarious because before I left, sometimes. I was no. Before I left, I was a like, listen, ago, yeah, even. we're gonna put someone on, but like, best know they're not staying on after I come back. Yeah. Wow. And then I can't recall. I remember the day when you were like, "Oh, so what do you think?" Of but like I say this, I always knew. <laughs> I always knew. I always yeah, knew. I was like, looking at my phone in mm. like nice way. I was having mangoes, and I was like, "This dick." Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But, but what's yeah. everybody reading anyway? Uh, what are we reading? What are we reading? What are you reading, Ray? Oh, let's start with you actually, because you know you've got many, right? No, I'm just reading. Reading uh, ten books. Reading ten books. <laughs> no, I read. I read Binti. Obviously, we all read Binti, except, except Alex. for Alex. Um, and I'm currently reading a book by <laughs> R.F. Georgie. It's called Notes from a Calf, which yeah. is basically like, it's supposed to be a sequel to Notes from the Underground by um, 
Dostoyevsky. What's it about, like? It's just a, a guy in a cafe sitting down talking about, rambling about what life is like. He's talking a lot about tech, the technological age and how yeah. science has become the new god for us and whatnot. And it, it's very interesting because he's kind of like, science enough. literally tells us what to do. And people be like, well, no, science is a method. Mm. It's a scientific method. But realistically, science tells you what to eat. Don't science mind. tells you how to exercise. Science yeah. tells you what to do when you go to the doctors, when you feel sick. It tells, It dictates every single thing you do which religion used to do. Mm. Yes, but then it's like, actually, when we think about science, it's mm. the science that the man has accepted. Okay, this is science. Because before, science was something else. So I feel like science isn't really godly. But it's just what man thinks is true together. in the they time. Now, together, but right. now, he's saying that we've elevated science to, to a level where it's really, it's, and it's really trying to spread itself out into the moral realm as well. Yeah. Science is trying to tell us that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, it's just... It's, it's, what was that book called again? It's called Notes from a Calf by R.F. Georgie, an Egyptian, Egyptian writer. I see. Quite interesting, yeah. What about you, Ray? What are you reading? Um, I'm reading Catcher in the Rye. I'm still reading it. Oh, my God. Um, I don't mind it. I think it's really nice, actually, because mm. I told you guys that I think we should do an episode on it. Um, the guy just complains, but it's actually quite cool. I was actually thinking... His like, name's Holden Caulfield. Shut your mouth. On his name. I, put, I call yeah. him the guy, innit? Like, Holden Caulfield. I'm working. <laughs> I have time to remember names. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's like a really... It's actually really, really well-written. Yeah. Um, yes. And I'm also... Re I started today reading When We Speak of Nothing by... Is it Olimide Papula? I think, girl, I'm so sorry. Yeah, is, I got is, your is, name is. No, you're right. Papula is your right. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's the first name? Go on. Olomide. Olomide. That's an Shameful. Name. Listen, I'm East African. That's not an excuse. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I started that today. Um, and I think it's really cool. Like, it kind of mixes slang with, like, what? Know, English. <laughs> right. I knew he was going to say that. Because slang is English. Listen, we have this issue. Every, every single week we have this issue. Oh, my God. And I also have been rereading Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. And if any woman in this room has not read that book, girl, like, what are you doing with your life? Why are you rereading it? Because it's such a beautiful book. Mm -hmm. As in, when I read it the first time, like, you know when someone's like, oh, like, that person was shaking the table. Like, this woman really was shook, like, shaking the table for me. Shocking. Um, and I really, like... I took it out today and I was like, you know what, I, would, I really want to read this again. And I read it in like four hours in the evening because I like... But I why are you telling us that? Why are you showing off? Okay, you read it in four hours. Miss Quick Reader. First of all, yes, I am showing off. I can read Okay, guys. and what can you do about it? Nothing. So shut your mouth. <laughs> yes, I read it in four hours, bitches. Get it. Mm. <laughs> Alex, what are you, re nice. Alex, what are you nice. reading? No, I'm reading um, a productivity book <laughs> called The 12-Week oh. 12, 12 Year. How to get things done within 12 weeks and like, like you know, oh, keep yourself adjusting. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's like, it's basically like trying to um, condense the year. You're, re you're really on this self-help thing. Yeah, I know, really, literally, I, really I was like, literally, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I'm time. reading the 12 week. I'm like, what? The 12 week year. Like, so basically you condense the year into 12 weeks and you try to like, you know, make your plans and yeah, within yeah. 12 weeks. You're I mean, just yeah, such yeah. a lovely person. Mm -hmm. just so nice. What? Okay. Anyway, that's why. Brian P. Moran, so cool. um, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm enjoying that book, um, but then I'm still reading um, when a ma what it means when a man falls from the sky. Oh, yeah, so I'm still you said reading I that. should read that. You should read that, but when I finish, you can borrow that. Cool. But yeah, that's a good book. That's all I'm reading at the minute. So I take, take longer to get through books than these two. I, got I don't know about to do. I don't read. I don't read that much. Huh? 
He's not the encyclopedia. Of anyway, well, so what are we talking about today? Yeah, guys? so today we're talking about, because we're at this festival, um, and now what festival? Um, we're talking about making a difference. Mm. And we look, we're going to look at the books, and we're going to probably go off into music and film, but we're looking at the books that have made a difference, especially seeing as it's Black History Month, we're going to be talking about some of the black books, the black books that have made a difference, yeah. and then we're going to go off into the British stuff. So guys, what do you think? Game changers. Game changers. Game changing books. books. That were game changers. What do you think? Now we're going to try and speak about this objectively. So, in yeah. So don't mention the Great Gatsby. The great, but the Great Gatsby is not a game changer at all. Thank I, you. I, I, it's not a game changer at all. But it's I would really say. Really big of you. Mashallah. Huh? It's really big of you. What? I'm not. I'm just telling you the truth. Like I, I well, love the book, but I've got to be honest about it. It's not a game changer. Okay. I'm but so proud of you. You know what that's called? <laughs> okay. So why don't you admit that Beyonce's never dropped a game changing okay, album? First oh. of all, first of all, okay. First of all, Beyonce got like sacks people. She no wow. longer needs a marketing team. Beyonce can just drop an album. She doesn't need marketing. No, what you said, you said that Beyonce changed the game when she dropped a visual album. Now what I said No, was, sorry, somebody else said that. I didn't you say said, that. But you was like, yes, yes, yes. I agreed. But what I was saying is that <laughs> but but 50 Cent dropped a visual album. Yeah, and do you remember time. it? Of course I remember who it. Who else remembers it except well, who doesn't remember 50 Cent's visual album? I don't remember it. I just remember Candy Shop. Put your hand down. Do you know what right? I mean? Right. Anyway, anyway, books. Okay. Let's Why are you remembering a candy shop? Game, game oh, changer books. Oh, the tune. What do you mean? Okay. I wanted that like red bomber jacket because I thought I was like. You thought you were the shit. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. Game changing books. <laughs> I would say Lonely Londoners is a game changing yeah. book. Yeah. Especially yeah. Yeah, because of what black, it done. Black British history. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I mean, in general. I mean, obviously, the way it subverted language as well. Mm. Um, the way it's Creole, isn't it? Yeah, the so way it's written, written in, it's like written in Trinidadian, like Creole, Creole yeah. in, the, really in the rhythm. That. Right, like exactly. And it gave it gave the British a perspective that they, I guess, were refusing to from a man's see. perspective. Absolutely, because I, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. the yeah. equivalent for that for me when I was reading it was Small Island. Like mm. I really loved that because yeah. I mean I think that was told from a, both a woman and a man. But we had Tanti. Tanti was in. Um, I haven't read that. Tanti was lit. The Lonely Londoners. I mean, Tanti. Was yeah, it. but she. W it wasn't told from her. No, it wasn't, wasn't told from her perspective. No, it wasn't. And it was yeah. just a man saying, "Oh, this it, is Tanti." It? It's a sexist book. We can't lie. I mean, aren't they all? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But like the, um, I don't know because when you think about it, mm. right? So it was all from his perspective. Yeah, I mean, it was, I guess the book, the book did change a lot and it did kind of like set in stone what it meant for the Windrush generation. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, since then, and since you don't that, think we've had another book since like that, that? Yeah, since that and Small Island, I feel like that's, that's like, because the British have this thing about like sticking in uh, those times, like Windrush time and when everybody came over, that imperial kind of, that imperial kind of look. So, I mean, I haven't seen a book that kind of would have changed the game since then? The, like the immigrant experience. Oh, yeah, Actually, like, like because... The immigrant, the, the immigrant narrative. Like, mm, yeah. Harari North. Oh, God, I forgot the author of that. Yeah. But Harari North is a Zimbabwean author. He wrote about the immigrant experience. He's very modern. Mm. Um, and But it wasn't a Caribbean one. It was like an African diaspora one. So oh, okay. that was an amazing book. But then you've got Second Class Citizen as well by Bucci Emi Chata. 
Emma Chata, Emma thank Chata. you, thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Girl, but which comes you cute. With, which is which is good actually because obviously, like you said, um, Lonely Londoners focuses solely on the Caribbean yeah. experience. And yeah. while that's all well wow. and nice, I know you guys came here first. Wow, so wow, that's fine. Just dash us back to the this, but, but this British Englishman, you know, are you gonna yes. take that? But anyway, like I'm saying, anyway, like I'm saying, um. <laughs> The way it depicts um, the Nigerian guy in London is, is racist. It's, well, okay, it's not racist. It's very, it's, it's very prejudiced. It's very, very... What are you talking about? Everybody, I know, I everybody in the Lonely London is like, they've got their little quirks and stuff. But the Nigerian guy, he's, he's, he borrows money from everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's rich back in Africa. He's that a king. Was, that was him. He eats pigeons. Alex. He cook, he, but that's what he would... Come on, man. Come on, Alex. Come on. No, the depiction of the Nigerian was, it was crazy. Are we really going to have this battle now? Nah, no, it was no. crazy. Nah, but like you have to admit that, Alex, yeah. honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bit, it was a bit a much. A little bit leave it. It was a bit much, it was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit, it was a bit lit. Yeah, so what about another book then? What's the next one? Oh, okay, so obviously that was like maybe, wait, so were we talking about like the black African changer? Now can we, is it like? Would game changers, full stop. Okay, so I So you want to rent went to some white people, that's why you're asking, isn't it? Yeah, because I feel like I don't listen, I don't know why you're laughing because you're like the king of like dead ma white man literature. So um, All right. Yeah, you can't even lie. So um I don't know, I think for like Western literature. You're gonna say Shakespeare. No, I'm not. Oh. I mean I will get there. Okay, oh. so I think that obviously like old English wise, mm. it was always Beowulf for me. Mm. So it was Beowulf and then it moved to like um, King Arthur times, you know, the Knights of the Round Table. Obviously, that was depicted. Was there any literature, though? Did you enjoy that? That was literature. You know no, what? No, I no, what was shit. there? Was there any literature at that time that kind of depicted that whole I think situation? so, because it was kind of, it was less prose, more poetry. Mm -hmm. So it was very poetic, and it was kind of, it was so fucking misogynistic. But oh, shit, I'm allowed to swear. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, you're allowed to swear. Very misogynistic. And it was very. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very much like. Sh like. Sh chivalric. Like, is it chivalric? Chivalric. We had this conversation. Yes. Yeah, chivalric. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's chivalric. Anyways. It's chivalric. So chivalric. Yeah. Listen, English isn't my first language. Oh. Listen, stop it. Okay. So chivalric. Why yeah. are you English people are so weird? Can you get okay. to the point? All right. So it was very much like chivalric issues and like, you know, let's let me go and fight this dragon for like a really blonde woman who will love me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then that obviously when we're opposing that, we go to like the Canterbury Tales. So we're talking about like you know, really poor people whose English is really bad and they stink and smell. And those yeah. kind of books kind of wow. differentiated sort of the middle... And like the Decameron, don't forget the Decameron. Who? The Decameron is a book. It basically is like a lot of stories around the time when the Black Plague oh. was in Europe. I read that. You didn't know that? No. That's what I'm schooling you guys. <laughs> Man like. Man like. One. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> go on, no, go on, go okay. on, go on. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. that trail of sort of the British uh, gentleman, when mm. we're talking about the British gentleman, um, British love stories, because from that we start with Beowulf, Knights of the Round Table, Canterbury Tales, and then we move to like Shakespeare, mm. and then we move to like, um, I don't know, Christopher Marlowe's Faustus and the sort of the long 18th century shit. Do you know what I mean? That whole mm. enlightenment period and the novels right, that came okay. from that. So we have all of these like different things that shaped literature mm. and shaped the canons that we have come to accept. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So what since then? So we need to look at the stuff since then. Well, like Cause now, because they, they would have like set the foundation. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we need to and look what's at what's breaking happening down. Like now. now. So the no- notes from our underground changed the game. Dostoevsky changed okay. the game. Like that's the only book that I've read about, and I love saying that I've read Dostoevsky, but that's the only book I read in it because it's a sh- it's a short one. Wow. So you've actually what's only just read one. I've never read like Brothers Ka- Karamazov. Never. What's it, what's it about? Just so people. It's it's basically the first existential novel, basically where you're really getting in to a character's head and he, he really delves into the psychology of the character. Well, before that, it wasn't really like that. You didn't mm-hmm. really need to know what the person was thinking, how they're thinking, how they're reacting to the world and whatnot. And he was one of the first people to do that. From there, you get um, other books that come after that. Mm. Um, well, you, m- you mentioned something like Madame Bovary by Flaubert. Flaubert, no, but that's, that's but a different what did thing. You th- what was about Flaubert that you thought that Flaubert was... was diff- the Flaubert, basically, what he did was created the modern novels in a sense where the way people write now where they someone could describe this Evian bottle. They know mm-hmm. it, the Evian bottle was irrelevant, but it just adds to the scene. Yeah. And you could say that the way this a woman, I guess, a person touches the bottle is relevant to how she's feeling in that particular moment. Those really small details that he really... And this is why Madame Bovary is boring, because yeah. he started... It's, dead. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah, exactly. So he dead. started that trend. Mm. He didn't perfect it, though. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? People afterwards perfected it and, and when made was it. that written? Was that like it was eighteen hundreds something? Because I think the most boring book that does that mm. is Robinson Remains of Cruz. the Day. No, oh, oh. oh god, that Remains oh. of the Day. No, let's not talk about that. That's awful. Nobel Prize winner. Oh, Robinson Crusoe. Yes, I huh? can't believe they did that. <laughs> but um, I mean, they they gave it to like some. Can we, can we stay on point? Don't all right, do it, Ray. All right, I won't, I won't say anything. But um, <laughs> Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe, yeah. possibly the worst book ever written by man, um, should be burned. If you pick it, if you see it in like Watson, just take, actually buy it and burn it. Um, it's awful, but worst I think... Worst book written by a man. Yeah, like actually it's awful. Yeah. Um, but I would say um, that is the book that introduced the idea of like the English novel. Mm. Um, because... I mean, when we think about it, like all these people, all they want to do is just go outside and take over people's land and take and like land. interrupt people's histories, claim it and stuff like that. They got to jump on a ship first and then right? talk about Sail. what's going right? on on the ship. Right. Like, oh, my right. God. Like, it's so rainy. Look at yeah. the storm. <laughs> OK. And then right. it's like, like, let's like, describe oh. the Congo River. Yeah. 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 Do, do you know what well. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so like Robinson Crusoe for me was that book. Oh my god, you know they made a movie? Yeah. They made an animated movie about colonialism. They've made loads of Robinson Crusoe movies. Ah. Wasn't it a cartoon at one point? Like yeah, a regular a cartoon. cartoon. That's what I was Pocahontas. Listen, don't show your kids Pocahontas. Mm. Yeah, when you have babies or your little cousins, yeah? Mm. Bruv, when they were what saying... Colors, what colours of the wind? And all that. Right, no, it's not even that. It's like Standing savages, the savages. And They're not even humans. That's oh, a yeah. damn lyric. Was it Ray who said that Avatar is like Pocahontas, basically? Yeah. yeah. It is, it is, it is. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like Avatar. Avatar is colonialism. I it mean, is. I, I, okay, but I'm still going to watch the second one. No, I'm, I'm definitely... Yeah, man, do you in it. Like, whatever your moral not. compass is. Because if, if Avatar so wasn't... <laughs> if, Avatar, <laughs> if Avatar was a novel, like, it would just be dead. Like, who would read it? I yeah, would read it. Someone, it would someone, even be offensive. People trying to go to a planet and taking it over and doing it all. Right, like exactly. The same old age old same, story. It, right, exactly. All right, so... I so then that, that changed the game. Yeah. Avatar changed the movie game in terms of oh yeah, in terms of cinematic did. cinematography. Changed it the game. took them so many years to make that. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about Toni Morrison. Yeah. Who said? Oh, yeah. 
But like, say that before I say what I need to say. Okay, Why? let's talk about so Tony basically, so What game did Tony Morrison change? What? Well, I said it. What? I have to like. Tony Morrison changed. You know when you have to just you have to gear yourself up. So like every time you read a book by Tony Morrison, you have to yeah. like gear yourself up. You I'm just to, like, trying to decide what she changed. Perform ablution and stuff, right? But she didn't change no game. That's what right. I'm saying. Mm, I don't Cause, know cause, because I feel like she. No. If, it was, if, it was a, if it was a She was up. just continuing the Harlem Renaissance tradition yeah. of centering black lives and black. Okay, and who started that then? What the Harlem Renaissance? Yeah. What author would you say started that? Probably um, what's the name? The one who wrote the eyes. What's, what's this yeah, one? Zora Neale. Zora Neale Hurston. Hurston. I was say, she was compare, one of the first. If you compare her, you to guys should go and read that book, by the way. No, if you, if you compare her to Toni Morrison, you're gonna who, look Zora at Zora Neale Hurston. Yeah, like the way that the just what. They've written. The yeah, but Toni Morrison will say Zora Neale Hurston inspired me. Right. Do yes, understand? because Zora Neale Hurston. Zora Neale Hurston is right. very different. Like right. I would say from, I don't know. I feel like Zora Neale Hurston gets to the soul, whereas uh, Toni Morrison gets to the struggle. I feel Toni like Morrison she, writes for academics. Let's not lie. She doesn't pass the struggle. Aren't you the one that couldn't read um, one of her books? Precisely. I'm not an academic. Why? <laughs> I'm a I'm a lay reader. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an academic, and I read her book. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like you need to read it and we need to do an episode on, on it. I can't read the blue star. But no, we can do an episode of Toni Morrison. Did someone fast? Who fast? <laughs> nah, yeah, I can't lie. The, like, the blue star was hard to read. It's hard to read, man. It took me eight, like, yeah. just trying to get through that. Mm -hmm. Especially, what was that? And I think because it just, from the beginning, that, I feel like... That the little, that little oh, repetition so you tried thing. to read no, it? No, the innuendo, from the beginning, I'm like... Okay, so from the first page, I'm like, okay, so did yeah. a guy sleep with his daughter and have a child Okay, with her? first Ooh. of all, yeah. From the first page, this is why I'm like, oh, nah, I don't want to read this no more. Yeah. It's just no, too much. No, you need to read it. From it's the a beginning. really, really good book. It's a, dark, it's a dark book. Most of her books it tend is to a be dark. dark. Book. Like, there's no... Just like you the, the, the Colour Purple is like <laughs> that as well. So people say that they found the Colour Purple dark, right? But I didn't. Like, it, I mean, It's not dark, it's just it's, it manipulates you. It absolutely does. Come on. How? Because, because it, it really, it really gets to your emotions and everything that is. I didn't cry until the last scene when they were on the patio and it's just, oh, you're back. <laughs> you didn't cry from the beginning. No. I did from the beginning. Oh, that's beginning. so cute. What? I didn't cry. Why are you lying? <laughs> <laughs> no, he but did, it's, 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 it's a sad book because obviously the beginning where she's like, dear God, and it's kind of like shit, you know she's helpless from the mm. start. And because she's illiterate as well, it's, it's really, I just feel like it's manipulation from the start. So you felt like it was one of those tearjerkers that is precisely... It was, is it, it one of those, like, you know, those ugly, like... No, 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 it was or, more, it was like more, it was more it. literary than that, but it was mm -hmm. similar to, like, A Piece of Cake and A Child Called It. And mm. Them kind of books there, do you know what I mean? What, centering around... I feel like those... It's just abuse, abuse, like, non-stop yeah. abuse, yeah, 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 do you yeah. know mm. what I mean? So it plays on your emotions and, like, just... Yeah. I think it was right more in. than that, though. Hmm? I think it was. No, that's more what I mean. Than it that. was, of course, more than that. It was a critique of yeah. hypermasculinity and, and you know, misogyny. What at the end of the day, it was. That's what I say. Buzzwords. Why are you showing off? But what I'm saying is that that's what it was. But that's why I say it's more literary. Yeah. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. Anyway, but game changers. Yeah. I really do think that um, oh, what was it called again? Lots uh, of crosses did change the game for Black British writing. Really? Because I feel like because you haven't. Yeah, I haven't read. It. You haven't read that. Yeah, man. Sink down in shame. <laughs> no, nah, because the thing is, like, with that, because I mean, that that changed, that turned the whole idea of race on a lot of like black children's heads, like growing up. Do you see what mm -hmm. I mean? Like that's that's something that that did shake up the yeah. whole narrative, and you know, Ray didn't realize that it was a. I don't know why you need to until like, the second book. Wow. 
now. But I don't understand. But this is why I don't tell you shit. No, this is what I mean. But you said it on air. But this is what I'm saying. To, I don't feel like to I'm her face. Too bad you black man's face. I didn't realize. So. Mm-mm. But yeah, so I mean something. Like but it's that. like, how do you read it now if you know the big twist? It's like when we were um, talking to Mallory Blackman. When we were talking oh, to Mallory Blackman. Oh, when we were Blackman. talking we to Mallory Blackman. Blackman. Yeah, she was basically like they're turning it into a play, but. Yeah, they're going no, to have to. to film. They've done the play already. Yeah, they're, but they're going to have to basically tell everybody what the big twist is mm. to advertise it. They but have it's, to do it. I think it's definitely more than the big twist. Like, oh, is it? Okay. Like, Fair as soon enough. as okay. you figure out the big twist, there is still so much more to yeah, know about Yeah, because you've got to make right. the connections. Yeah. Once you oh make, once you make, once you make all the connections, even from like, the plaster. Mm. From when you that and his damn plaster. No, 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 but the thing is, because you don't realise it, something so subtle that like, you don't realise. Yeah. And then when they put it out, you're like, mm. wow, actually, you're like, that's wow, not. Yeah. I think it's definitely do. more than that, because, for example, in the second book, The Knife, Knife Edge. Knife Edge. And, well, thanks, guys. And um, she had post, uh, is it postpartum depression? Mm-hmm. It was, that shit was deep. Oh, my goodness. I was crying throughout that whole thing. Mm. Like, it was incredibly well written. Yeah. And, like, it really struck me. So, it's, I think it's more than just, oh, you know, they flip race back on its head. It's definitely more than that. Mm. And it's a great book. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. You should read it. So, yeah. So, moving on to back to Beyonce. So, you say that she's a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, you know we're going to have a good. Okay, can I'm, we not, I'm not going to turn up because we've had this conversation okay, can, before. Can right? I do something? Can I? Can okay. I, can cool. I, I just want to ask the audience. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Let's no, be no, real. no. Don't ask the audience. Ask me. No. <laughs> let's be really real. Has, has Beyonce realistically dropped a game changing album? Yes. No. No. Huh? Yeah. No, no. When I say game changer, She's I mean has she, she dropped a, has she dropped an album that's made that's made artists? Yeah. Wait, wait, but wait, wait. Wait, Derek, what are you asking? Wait, wait, wait. When I say when I say when I say game changing, I mean has she dropped an album where artists after her have tried to copy what she's done? No. Who? What? Which yeah. album? Which album? And who's who, copying who? her? Everyone, everyone's done a self-titled album. I don't understand. Anyway, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, but like the thing is, oh, the thing okay. is, I've, I've always, I've always, I've always maintained like I've always maintained that Beyonce is not yeah, a legend yet. She's not there yet. Yeah. So when we see, so, when so you we just go, want her to die. Uh, <laughs> You yeah, just want her to die, and then that's okay. She's not a legend yet. Okay. She's not a legend yet. Even people that were let's be real, she's not Jay Z yet. <laughs> Derek, why you gotta go there for? Have I lied? Did I lie? She's not Jay-Z yet. She's not Jay-Z yet. She's not Jay-Z yet. But you know... You know when you just can't even reply? <laughs> because you're just you're like... Spun. But Jay-Z has changed the rap game. Jay-Z, okay. Jay-Z's completely changed the rap game. Yeah. I mean... You Beyonce, need to speak to your boy. I guess, you know what, yeah. Beyonce is, Beyonce is a hell of a vocalist. Yeah. Beyonce is an entertainer. Yeah. Oh, know. she's everything that is... That is what but, makes a legend, but she no, just needs not, to die to become one, no, right? No, no, no. She, no. Needs, she needs to drop. God living. will protect you, Beyonce. Yeah. You will not die. Nah, listen, yeah. No, First certain, of all, certain, right, let's, yeah, let's certain vocalists are, dead were, this living, conversation. were living. Because I'm just, I'm but over it. She went up stage, she went up on stage and said, I just feel like Beyonce cannot do like, anything that this? will satisfy you but men. What, but what I'm saying, I'm tired of it. No, so why are you always try to flip it like that? It's got nothing to do with you men. It's nothing like that. Because it is. It's it really not. does. It's okay. Not. All right. It's not. First of all, let's just calm down and Alex, have a look. Let's Alex, just calm Alex down loves and have Beyonce. A Alex loves Beyonce. 
Alex don't, I don't love know, Beyonce. I don't know about love, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Beyonce is a great vocalist. I mean, I have certain songs that I like. He is someone that will be like, I think Beyonce is a great vocalist, but I don't love her. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. She's a great performer, I but I you guys don't go, love her. Because you guys go crazy. Like, for everything. I don't know who you oh, guys is, bruh. Uh-uh. Ray, I posted one picture of this girl of this woman's poetry book. Yeah. There's more bu- more beautiful things than Beyonce. The way the timeline shut down and everybody <laughs> everybody came left right. It, like, You're so like, you know, silly because you think like my... no, do you think that the bay have us these serious people, bruv? We know we're crazy, <laughs> but we're not actually like like when I tell you, I like, show you this song like Mi Gente came out right in my head like Beyonce created like Spanish now like that's it right? <laughs> but I'm not stupid like actually stupid to be like oh Beyonce actually like like created Spanish sure. like okay Beyonce had twins because obviously like Beyonce like created twins and everybody else was just having two babies at a time right? But I'm not that stupid to know that Beyonce actually created, like, come on, like, grow up. But Ray, what what you're forgetting is there's people part of that Bayhive who are saying that if they hear... Right? But who cares? Who cares? Who cares, bro? (laughs) But what what I'm saying is... Let's let's move on. I'm tired. No, but what I'm saying is there's there's people who's part of that hive who who will hear someone like Aretha Franklin and be like, why is she trying to copy Beyonce? (laughs) And... And they yeah, will be serious, yeah. right? No, yeah. but they, they will be serious. Yes, but they're young. They're young and they don't understand. Oh, it's like you coming what? to tell me about Nas. I don't know. I just think, oh, makeup, cool, Nas. Like, do you know what I mean? What? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I have no clue. But I'm just ignorant, and that's, you know, it's not fine. But it's all fine. right, all right. So Sorry. music people, music yeah. people, <laughs> music people that have changed. But do, do, does Beyonce people. write her own tunes? That's oh my god. Because no, cause just just you know, I'm unsure. But just bring what did it, you say? I'm trying Does to, Beyonce write her no, own I'm trying song? to bring it back to literature. Have you it, watched the year of four? Listen to me. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back to literature in a sense where you know where we was annoyed that Bob Dylan won the Nobel Prize in oh, literature. Yeah. Yeah. Now if we kind of let's say for example Nas, if we took Illmatic and converted that to the written form, like a book form, and he published it, I personally feel like okay. That could be in the runnings to win the Nobel Prize because it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, is there... Hold on. Uh, yeah. Can I speak? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And there's there's a Beyonce album. Yes, Which there album? is. I Wait, think. Can I speak? I know what you're gonna ask. Is there a Beyonce album that yeah. she's written all the tracks on? Yeah. No. no. There isn't. How do you know? Has has Beyonce written has Beyonce written an album? You know herself? what? Yeah, today he's actually no, no, like, no, he's actually hasn't. coming for me. She hasn't. Right. She hasn't. So therefore, Beyonce would never be. You can never convert a Beyonce album into book form or into literature and she could win. She could be in the running for the Nobel Prize in literature. No, no, she could never. She couldn't. All right, nothing. Because even Lemonade was like... Hold on, Ray's kind of quiet. Speak. No, 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 it's fine. (laughs) Speak, speak, Ray. Because she can't can't come back. (laughs) Go on, Ray. Reckless. I'll see you backstage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because even Lemonade, she would have to give most of that credit to Wasser and Shire. Sorry, but what is... So what? No, but I'm just saying... She put a platform up for an poet to be known to the world so what's wrong with that she was doing fine she was doing all right yeah, and she was doing great and now she's doing great don't tell me for one second she... that beyonce did not make her even bigger than she already was of course she did right. of course she did would you say the same thing about her don't making Chim- Chimamanda Bruh, bigger than why are we talking exactly. about beyonce this, this, you know how, wait do you know how make, mad these girls are they'll come Chimamanda and say that bigger. who are these girls you <laughs> who are these no. they'll come and say that Beyonce, if not for beyonce Chimamanda will be nowhere this is what these girls are saying who says that? Who says that? Who says that? Who says that? You need to sit down. You need, you know you already sat down, but you need to sit Bruh, down. You see this? You see this same? You see? <laughs> no, no, no. Because you know what I'm saying. No, it's true. You see this same American? Don't, Ameri- don't, dis- just don't disrespect Auntie Chimamanda and don't disrespect Beyonce. I'm not disrespecting Let's just leave it, yeah. But what I'm saying is that those, saying those same people You're who are like really mad. those same people who are like, oh yeah, Beyonce, you don't know them. Have you carried out a survey? I'm talking about <laughs> on Twitter. These same people who are like, oh yeah, she put on Auntie Chimamanda. Uh, Chim- she put on Chimamanda, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beyonce put her on. She didn't. But this is what they. What are you talking That's about? What right? they will this say. Is what they, this is why are we talking about they? Okay, when when Chimamanda when Chimamanda made those controversial comments, yeah, about trans women, were people not like, hold on a minute, mm-hmm. it's Beyonce who put you on, and now you've come to chat shit. I didn't see any of that. This is what they were saying. You know what? Yeah, Ray just completely blind. No, guys, I actually did not see any of that. Okay, That's fine. That's fine. All right. Anyways, fine. back to literature. All right. I'm fine. You know on, the, on the last on the last bit, then. Yeah, let's so close up. Books that were trans well, books that were made into films and films in general. Yeah. The ones that made a difference with regards to like, you know, race or yeah. politics. Like or which cinematography or which, yeah. which, which book which book? Which Either film? one. Film book. Which um, one made a difference? Blade Runner. Blade Runner? Blade Runner made a cha- change I've never sci-fi. Watched that film. The first one changed sci-fi, but obviously, do Android's dream of electric sheep didn't really do anything for the science fiction. Why world. are you holding your head up like some uncle? Like? Well, I'm just, I'm just chilling. Why <laughs> must every, why must you mention everything I do? No, because I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no one's died. Huh? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> is that what they do in your court? Do you know what's funny? Because <laughs> when I was younger, yeah, I used to always do this, and my auntie would be like, "But who's died? Who's died? <laughs> why are you put your hands?" And I never got it. Is that what they do in Zanzibar as well? Yeah, oh, I didn't know thing. that. African it must be um, a, your West, pe- a West. Don't your people do it? I, I, what do I, they do? I, 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 
What do your people do? No, man. Alright, cool. Okay. So you said Blade Runner. What about you? Uh, Blade Runner, yeah. Books that, that, no, films that have changed the game. But the book yeah. hasn't. But the book hasn't. Mm. The Great Gatsby. <laughs> 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 okay, that was spiteful. <laughs> um, but I actually glad did, you know and see yourself. Prosperous, right? I'm not. I'm not reckless no more. Um, yeah, I, I actually do believe that. Like th- for me, anyway, I really because obviously I love Leo, so yeah. I think that film was really shot really well, right? And I but Romeo and Juliet was filmed in the same way, <gasps> and that changed the game. Yes, it did. Yeah. it really did. No, yeah. that film was great. Yeah, no, yeah, Basel, yeah. yes. No, you know what? I, I can't take credit for that. Bertie told me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bertie okay. told Shout me out, Bertie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But then again, so like, <laughs> so wait, but would you say the play changed the game anyway? No. I've no. never read the play. So I, I mean, it. <sighs> okay, Shakespeare plays that have changed the game. Nah. I mean, obviously, everyone will be like, "Oh, Othello," but I don't think that changed the game. Um. I guess, I yeah, Romeo and Juliet. What game, though? Because Shakespeare was running the game at that point. Yeah. He wasn't even running the game. He was stealing the game from somebody else. He was stealing it from Christopher Marlowe and his other contemporaries. Yeah, see, I got you to do my work for me. Thank you. I'm <laughs> glad you said it. You're welcome. I didn't have to say um, it. <laughs> oh, you guys should watch Shakespeare in Love. It's a really great film. Yeah. Yeah. Gwyneth was, was in that. She won, like, an Oscar. She was like, oh, my God, I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, when she won, it was really great. Um, but, yeah. I'm so funny. Wow, I should be a comedian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. What the fuck? anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here looking at you like, what are you like, what? No. no um, but yeah, so, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a film. Godfather, right? No. Godfather? No, I think so. It didn't change the game. What? Why? The Godfather, no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I think it might. The book have. didn't, I and I don't think the movie. I ain't read the book. I, I don't know. I don't either. think the movie changed the game. What, really. I, what did it do? I mean,. Everyone talks about it like, oh yeah. Because it's a classic movie, but it doesn't mean it was a game changer. So what is the definition of a game changer? The Matrix is a game changer. I was going to say it mentioned The Matrix. Yeah, in terms of the way people then think about how they film movies or how they create the stories and whatnot. Yeah. Like Terminator, game changer. That is a game yeah, changer. Definitely. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That was a game changer. All of those movies, they're game changers. I mean, I don't. I know you didn't want to talk about Harry Potter, but I feel like that was a game changer still. Does anyone here think Harry Potter, the movie, was a game changer in any way? No. The Thank movie. you. The movie. Okay, first the of all. The movie, the movie, not the book, the movie. First of all, listen, be quiet. That's the audience too. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. I feel like, okay, mm. so personally for me, yeah. as a little, like, Young girl coming to England. Young blah, hijabi, blah, blah. you can't yeah. speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're actually rude. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I listen. <laughs> She's reading Harry Potter, sorry. I can just see her. Sorry, carry on, carry on. I must start. Re- Do by you by see how I get bullied on this show? I'm trying to. Alex, uh, reading it by torchlight. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got him, Leviosa. I went. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on, please. <laughs> I read Fly Girl under Torchlight because it had like sex in it. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, Subhanallah, like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'ma get caught. <laughs> god is watching. <laughs> Anyways, um, I read like I watched Harry Potter, mm. and I knew like the, the words, like everything, because like to me it was I don't know, like I was young and it was yeah. everything to me, mm. and. I actually watched the first film before I read the book. So that first film for me was like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I went on to read the books afterwards. So 
for, like Harry Potter is generational. It's something that a generation went through. So to say that it wasn't a game changer and it didn't establish um, other things to come forward, like Twilight book? and oh. Hunger Games. And oh. Don't say it because you read those and you loved it. I didn't read Twilight. Don't do. Are that. you sure? Don't do this. No, I don't know about that. I feel I, like you. I, read, I, I feel like you're the type of guy that will read. I did not okay, read, I read it. Twilight. I read it. I read it. I read it. <laughs> At all. Derek, you're quiet. Did you read Twilight? Derek read Twilight. I watched, I watched the movies. You read Twilight. You, you actually love the movies, I love the movies. Yeah. No, 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 no. I love Breaking Dawn. Yeah, Breaking part Dawn. Part two. <laughs> and I love New Moon. I, I don't like New Moon because that bitch is just whining the I whole like time. I can't be with you because I love Edward. But I only like them because of Jacob. It's a sad, Jacob. sad state of a Do you like it because of Jacob? Only Jacob. Well, you're team Jacob. I'm all for Jacob. Wow, because right? you're short. All for Jacob. That's why. But like you, I had to do it. You don't know me. What are you talking about? About because you're short and like angry. <laughs> a werewolf, man. Anyway, but anyway, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, I don't think that I don't think Harry Potter inspired that though. Yeah, I don't think it did either. I don't think Mormonism did. inspired Twilight. Who? Mormonism. Mormonism. Yeah. Um, but we've got to open up the floor for some questions. Oh yeah, is it people. time? Yeah, it's time. It's time. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. We so have, have to. Is, are there any questions for us? <clears throat> I oh, there's a hand there in the middle. I can't really see I anything. I can't see it's dark. Oh, look at that. Look at the light. <laughs> Who, who asked the question? I can't hear. Can you please wait, wait, stand wait, can up? You, can you stand up, sir? Put the sir, light on them. Sir, can you stand up? Put the have, light on them. Do you have a spotlight? Put the light on them. <laughs> it's, it's Fifty Shades. Of, it's a game changer for... Bored. Um, for white Bored. housewives. Bored do you know what? It's, it's probably a game changer for fan fiction, probably. Because it's... No, yeah, fan no. fiction before, was before that. No, but there was no fa fan fiction that got turned into a novel and that sold that much. None. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, mm. exactly, but self-publishing. Was it, it self-published? At first it was, yeah. Really? And then it got picked up by a publisher. Oh. Really? Yeah. Wow, I, I, I don't think it's a game changer. Um, yeah. I think the book is, I think it's trash. I man. can't, I think it's, I, think it's, I haven't read it and I know it's trash. But, yeah, I don't think it's a game changer. I kind of put, like, all that, what, Fifty Shades of Grey, Twilight, all of that into one. No, you know what? Let's not be it's rude. It's funny because Twilight. Because I, 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 I have to confess, like I read Twilight one. Like I read everything. Yeah. I read Twilight, and like the first one was kind of lit. I can't lie. And then <laughs> the last two, like no, Breaking Dawn. Mm. The last one. It's yeah. One and book. then it, yeah, and then it got divided into the film. Mm. I love that. New Moon didn't like it, and then I feel like every time I think of Twilight, I think of that Stuart woman who's like a witch. I just can't stand her. She's <laughs> so, oh my God, she's just like a headache. So. It just looks like a sad thing to sit down and watch and no, read. No, read it. Let's like, like, read no, it. No, it's, it's not, it's not. The movies are the good. Like. It just looks. Have you got uh, any more questions? Uh, yeah, any more of a question? Oh, we have a question over there. Handmaiden's Tale, the actual <gasps> book. The book? Yeah, because okay. I think it's off the chain. Have you guys read it? I don't you know, know. I started reading it. I can't relate. I started reading it. I was, I was talking to a girl and she was like, oh, I love my favorite book. And I thought, right, let me read it. So try and <laughs> yeah. But oh, you tried to move to her via literature, right? Yeah, but I was, yeah, I, just, I, know I, you couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Stay I woke. Couldn't, I couldn't see it. They'd be like, I'm a feminist They'd be like, what's your favorite book? <laughs> I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't see I get see that it. so many times. Like, but she, reading? I mean, she's a great writer. The writing was really like smooth and whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't convoluted or anything, but I just, I personally couldn't get into it. I read it and I read it when I was like, I think like 17 and it made me angry. 
so I don't know. I can't even say that I. I think because it made me angry, I would say that it's a good book because right. it evoked some emotion that was so strong that I was like, I can't believe, believe we're even reading this, and I can't believe that this is a thing. Mm. I'm actually like watching the series as well, and oh my god, it's actually quite nice. Wait, what are you watching? The actual like series. Oh, the so series, you know okay. they've made. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. it's good. That's yeah, I, I it's good. really good. They're really pushing that book now in all the books. Yeah, like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just seeing that resurgence. So, yeah, I'm, so yeah, when yeah. we talk about like whether something like is a game changer, like like someone like my my little cousin who's just finding ab- out about Handmaid's Tale. For her, it's like a game game changer now. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, mm. but then again, it's like TV's kind of being the game changer and spurring that change because true you know because if tv wasn't blown off the way it was then it probably would have been made into film and it probably wouldn't have done it justice but because Mm. it's a series they've got time that's a good point maybe so i think that tv is like (laughs) the game changer Mm. but yeah i really i quite enjoyed i mean i was angry but therefore i enjoyed it because it it did something to me so (laughs) that's how i would judge a good book cool by what it makes me feel any more questions we have a question up there Oh. Yes, sir. Oh. So, sir, hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, are there are there any books that have sort of changed the way you see yourself or the way you see your yeah your your own story, your own, expe- your own experiences? Let's keep it short and sweet, though. I will just go. I don't on. know why you're looking at me. No, I mean in general, like let's keep it short. Any books that seeing yourself? To me, it's the uh, the will to change that oh. changed the game for me. I always say that. Yeah. Um, the will to change and uh, Invisible Man. Mm. Why? Why? Which one? Why? Why did? Why did they? Why the rule to change thing? because it just made me see myself in a different way, and obviously changed how I then interact with women in general and myself, mm. I guess. And Invisible Man just because I just never read anything like it before, and right. I was like, wow, this is this is literature. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> how about um, yeah, I'm gonna mention Bell Hooks as well. Actually, we we real cool. Mm. That was like a big, like mirror hold up yeah. to your face kind of thing um and another book i don't know the brief and wondrous life of oscar Wilde. yeah like i was gonna say that i was like hello Interesting. yeah the brief and wondrous <laughs> yeah, life right, of oscar yeah. Wilde. um why that was because <laughs> you're growing up as like a nerdy kid isn't it <laughs> like it's in this in this family that doesn't really understand you doesn't get it and then to look in to find a book mm. that's like that they're like oh they're caribbean too oh wow Oscar's nerdy too. Oh wow! Like yeah. you know what I mean. So you kind of pick it up and you just see it, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh. this is that. Anyway, Ray, I would say nervous conditions because I've always had like by who? Titsi Dangaremga. You know what? I know you're trying me, but come through. I'm ready. Okay, yeah. So nervous conditions for me because. Um, I've always felt like I don't fit in anywhere. And so, like, even now, I'm like, I, I genuinely don't know where I can call home. So for me, home is a person rather than a place. And that book, for me, allowed me to see someone who was also having the same issues. So I felt like I wasn't alone. Mm. Um, and I would say um, Zora Neale Hurston's The Eyes of Watching God, because for me, it's like the book that literally says, you know what, live your best life. Um, there are so many things that will like constrict your f- like your freedom and your 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 choices, mm. and for me that was the, a book about a woman who was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna let my hair down." I mean, f- I can't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm you gonna know, let I'm gonna my, hijab my hijab down. Yeah, I'm gonna just. <laughs> 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 I'm 
you, you know. I can't pick on. I can't be scared. Um, <laughs> like, what you do? Yeah. So it was. Yeah. It was one of. The, oh, that was so cool. I just never get that. Okay, yeah. uh, yes, Ray. Boomerang. Why have people got to explain? Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So I was in nervous conditions, and their eyes are watching God. Cool. Any more questions? <laughs> <laughs> Um, first, I would like to preface by saying Beyonce is the greatest performer of Thank all time since so Michael Jackson. Beyonce yeah. is the greatest performer of all time since Michael Jackson. Um, actually, I, I guess this is just going back to the whole like films and movies that you know have made a difference. I would like to get your opinion that on Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings has been game changers like in the. I think that kind of feeds back into, um, well, for Game of Thrones particularly, you've got feedback to the television. But um, I don't know, game changes. I think Lord uh, of, I haven't read it, but from what I've read about it, I know that the Lord of the Rings was a game changer. At, at the time it was written, yeah, right? If there was no Lord of the Rings, there would be no Game of Thrones. Really and truly. Of course, because obviously George R.R. Oh, R. Martin, basically, I think he even added an extra yeah, R, R to, to his be name like Tolkien, because yeah. of J.R. <laughs> he did. No, he seriously, did. He, did. he did. I think he did. He did. I remember um, him. Saying that. Cool. <laughs> I love Game of Thrones, and I think it's like the best so TV show in the world. If we look at if we look at Game I of Thrones, then uh, we look at the yeah. characters and stuff. Yeah. So then, have have the storylines and stuff changed the game? The storylines. The storylines, because obviously you've got like I want to call her Mad Cersei, but listen, don't just wow. That's crazy. Respect Cersei. That's crazy, but they Cersei's do. But they do have the a lot. Of is Game of Thrones finished now? Is it done? No, we've got one more season. They're two years to wait. Or a year and a half. There's two years left. Yeah. No, no two years for them to make the last season. Okay. okay. Yeah, so you have two years. But, um, you know, there's like, there's strong, you know, women leads. There's absolutely incredible women leads. And that's and why I'm so for and it. And very, there's very intricate, like, storylines. So. It's mm. very political. Mm. I think it's brilliant. Like, I mean, people will be like, oh, yeah, The Wire and all that is, like, the great. I mean, cool. <laughs> You're saying the wire. The way she said it, like say, I said the wire is the greatest. <laughs> I didn't say. I said. I I'm said. Not, I, d I, I didn't say your I name. I said game changing TV is Desperate Housewives. Yeah. yeah. Right. Game changing TV. I bro. did not disagree. I was, I was thinking lost. Desperate. Thinking lost. No. Yeah. No. Oh, oh! I want to ask a question. So I asked this before, and like one person put their hand up. Does anyone watch Fringe? But the three people in the crowd. But it's, it's no one watched it. No one watched it. But is it a, is it a game-changing series? No. It, it is. is. It's absolutely incredible. Listen, and I'm like, I watched two episodes and I thought this is too. This is too much. This is quite. This is. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Desperate Housewives wasn't it? Literally, yeah. it made. There was there was there was a couple of series around that time. So there was Desperate Housewives, and then there was Lost, Lost. which was a game changer as well. But you think it's well, is that when Heroes came out? Heroes was Heroes a game changer. Out. But. Oh, mm, I remember. Uh, okay, okay, no, I'm, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing yeah. it. Yeah, Hero Season One was a game changer, but Lost definitely a game changer. See, because I remember when um, Desperate Housewives first came out, mm. um, a lot of people were like saying it was the new Sex in the City. So did Sex in the City set the pace for that to happen? No, I don't think so. I, I just, I, I don't think the way the way Sex in the no, City but Sex was. It was big. It was. I don't know. There was just something different about. Desperate Housewives. Aww. The way it was filmed and the what? What? Oh, just oh. <laughs> right. Uh, the way it was filmed and the way the characters were developed was very different to, do you know what I mean? Um, Sex in the City. But yeah, sorry. But one more. One more question. Question. Oh. Um, Derek, you um. 
I think you're Derek. Derek. Up here. How you doing, bro? You all right? I'm good, thank you, Derek. Okay, good. Um, Derek, you mentioned um, about existentialism earlier and about, um, I, I can't remember the book you actually mentioned, but when no, is... from Underground. Yeah, when is the outsider ranking your game-changing books? Because that also ties in with the African theme and yeah. it was quite of a, it was a very different way of approaching kind of conflict, yeah. um, colonialism, and also like kind of, I think a lot of people who have been, who have come from different countries or moved to a few different yeah. places. Yeah. So what is that ranking your kind of game-changing books? In terms of like, so you mean African fiction? Just yeah. and the existentialism part of it. Okay. In terms of, would you say like Wizard of the Game Change? No, I would. I wouldn't say that. I would say for me, Game Change in terms of African lit would be definitely Things Fall Apart, just because of what Achebe was trying to do. That's I'm what not, I said. I'm not saying he's the first one to have done it because there were African authors before him. Yeah. Who you know better writers than him, but I think what he was trying to do in terms of. In a way, he was really trying to bridge the gap between African literature and colonial, colonial literature. literature. And he kind of created that genre, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like in universities, like they always, when you know you enter that post-colonial class, yeah. they always, I don't know, like my one, they would always start with Things Fall Apart as like yeah. this magnum mm. opus of a post-colonial yeah, rhetoric, colonialism. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it isn't, obviously, so. It's but not. yeah, Things Fall Apart, and in terms of existentialism, I would say the myth of Sisyphus by Albert Camus. Yeah. Only because um, I feel like with people like Jean-Paul Sartre, with his his brand of existentialism, came to a certain point where there was no going forward, but he still went forward. He still went and said, "But you can create meaning for your life if you do this and that, and you can create meaning within." a set of limited circumstances. You can have freedom within limited circumstances and that was the way they made sense of things. Whereas Camus said, no, you're chatting shit. You've got to the end. Tell the truth. The is, yeah. like the end is, is why you, I either Camus, have you, know? to, yeah, you either have to kill yourself or say, I'm going to fight the urge yeah. to kill myself and rebel against death. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he basically said, there's no meaning to life. There's no meaning to living and that's the truth. And, and you do, do agree you with find, that? Do I agree with that? Mm. Of course I do. <laughs> The thing is, like, I get to. I was thinking about reading ex existentialist books yeah. the other day, and I was like, that was at a point where <laughs> what it teaches you is just that it's so blunt, especially with, as you said about Camus, and what yeah. it teaches you is just about the yeah. not the, not the meaningless of love life, but just how not even how permanent things are. like you just got to look at how impermanent things are. Yeah, and like, exactly. I, and I, yeah. I really, I just was going to say, I really enjoyed. I have an issue with that because I feel like it takes away purpose and it makes it le really sexy. It's not and taking away purpose. No, it it's is. It's basically saying it's, there it's, isn't it's one. It's yes, making you aware to a lot exactly. of No, no, no. But you're saying it takes it away as if to say it was there in the first place. Yes, but you're saying, oh, there, there is no purpose. Yes. Then, you know, therefore you can read stuff like that book that really gasses you that you always love. Self-reliance. Yeah, like I really loved it as well. Yeah. But it, it, it really it takes... It really gasses me. Who taught you gas? No, it gasses you. This is really I don't know. Some new book wow. Listen, do you <laughs> know where can't. I live? Don't chat to me like that. Uh, go Anyways. Go um, um, but I'm, all I'm saying is that mm. it, it, I think it does take it away. And it makes it this sexy thing mm. where to have no purpose and to do whatever you like. And, oh, the world is so meaningless. But that's not what Camus says. And that's no. not what I'm saying either. That's not... That you're is thinking what self-reliance no, is you're saying. thinking about That nihilism. is what self-reliance is saying. No, self-reliance is about individualism. And Which basically, also, like... 
Yourself as an individual. You're conflating individualism, nihilism, and absurdism. No, but all I'm saying. Do we have another question? But they always merge together. They always merge together. Because you are not an island. No man is an island. So you can talk about. Yes, bruv. So when you talk about yourself, you are always going to affect other people. And that's. I'm going to stand up now so you stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know who it is now, isn't it? Like, yeah. so, okay, it's a quick question. I'm stand up so you stop. As you guys going in a new direction, oh. stop it. One of the things is um, there's a, a generation of young men and women mm. who aren't reading. Mm. We're seeing this a lot in schools. They're just not getting involved into literature. And one of the things that you guys have been able to do very well so far is capture 20 upwards. I'm a lot older. Mm. All right. Oh, um, you don't look a day past oh, 20. Thank you, darling. Um, <laughs> but I'm quite curious as to what ways through your platform that you can get a, lo- uh, a younger generation after you to really get into books the way you guys do. Mm. That's a good question. Wow. wow, that's a good question. Um, I think the first step is getting into schools and having those conversations with them. Um, and just making them understand that reading, not even that it's cool, because it's like just just reading is it's okay to enjoy reading. Just normal, fam. It's just normal to enjoy it. Yeah. But, um, I think that's what I think that's where it starts. It does start at school. It does start at the way you're socialized into reading. I mean, yeah. year seven mm. to eight, I was like in the library reading, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I stopped like when in year nine, ten, eleven, because it wasn't cool. You had to be out playing football, basketball, and doing all those things. I think it's good to kind of go in and make have those conversations with yeah. people to say it's cool to to read, like, but you can also go out and like I see the world think, and play. And do I don't even read. think it's just about saying it's cool to read. I think it's just about saying as in it's okay to it, read. Not, not cool. even okay. Everybody reads. Like, let's just really. There's like I always say, the image of the reader just needs to be destroyed. Mm. So I need to be sitting on the train in my tracksuit, you know what I mean? Like, reading bell hooks. So man will look at me like, okay, this is just a normal guy and he's reading books. Or just, what's that? What's like, what are you exactly. reading? Exactly. So, and this is why when we get into schools, I think, I said this to, when we when I went to one school the other day, I why said- Why are you yeah. showing off? At, no. You show, I'm not even, no, real talk though. Seriously, seriously. Stop it. No, no, Sorry, seriously. Sorry, he did like, it to me. I had to. No, I, I think seriously, like, I said to her, like, I can talk to these students about the great Gatsby in a way that, in a way that you cannot. So. I could start swearing and say, oh yeah, Gatsby was obviously, no offense to anyone, Gatsby was trying to press this thing, but at the end of the day, he realistically, what he wanted was money, and she represented this, and I can speak to them in a way, I can speak to them on a level about the book, and they've never been spoken to like that with regard to classic literature, exactly. So It's kind of been thrown at them. Right, they'll get it. You have to learn this for your exam, and then that's it. They'll get it, they'll get it a lot more. Like, there's this scene in Barbershop, yeah, you know know, the, the big African guy, where someone says something to him and he's like, oh, you know, um, girth is a sign of opulence. And then the, the guy from the ends, he's just like, if someone says, oh, what does he mean? And the guy from the ends is like, he means, oh, back in Africa, fat guys got loot. And I was like, okay, boom. So if you go into a school and you say, if you give them a sentence, like this really long sentence with no, loads of fancy words, and you say, okay, say this to me in the way you would just say it to your man. Yeah. Explain it to, the, do you know what I mean? And as soon as they can do that, yeah. that means they've understood the basic elements of the sentence, what the sentence is yeah, trying to, con- the, do you know what I mean? code switching. Exactly, and I think that's the way to get through to people. Because yeah. one, they'll feel like, okay, he's down. Yeah. And then they'll also, 
do you not understand what it is you're trying to get through to do? Yeah. You know I don't think it's people. just about schools. Like personally for me, we do put quite a lot of responsibility on schools, which I think is good. But I also think that stuff like this really comes from home. So I didn't have like I wasn't read to as a child or anything. Mm. And like reading for me like like wasn't a thing like mm. in my home. And I feel like if, you know, we grow up and we like our like our my little cousin is going to study English literature at university. She hated reading, and I went to study lit at uni, and I have all these books, and I was like, oh, have like read them, and she didn't like lit from school. She liked it from home mm. and what was there at home. And I feel like if parents, but if cousins, if, so, okay. if brothers and sisters like gave their siblings and whoever these books, it so, takes one. So, what, it just so takes what, I'm, one. what I'm seeing is there is just role models then. Yeah. So you need role models in school. You need role models in the home to kind yeah, of be, we to, put to be like quite a lot of responsibility. Because like, yeah, I keep giving my sister like certain books, but you, you have know? to give them the right book. No, that's, that's, no, that's what I mean. So even um, oh, you know, a Tega book. Yeah, um, the little black, the little little book, black the, book. That book. Yes. My sister, like, she's into like going and doing freelance stuff and getting into that kind of yeah. world. So that's a, that's a book that she would need. You have to you have to read the person you're giving. Exactly. Like I, I couldn't give I couldn't give her a classic and be like read that. No, but She'd the thing like, is, what? they'll get there in but time. So there's always someone. Sorry, it's it? always someone giving and yeah. pushing that. So then it's not so role like models. It's perspective. No man. Like I, it's, it's, I gave that to people, my little cousin yeah. recently, and mm. like I can't give them Gatsby, but I gave them a book that they were like, oh my god, like. But that's where it starts. Right. Mm. Exactly. Like this is I see myself in this, and a lot of the times the curriculum like shoves down these books where only yeah. a few people like them because I don't know, they're just not like inclined to like them. And mm. other people, they'll be like, I don't see myself in Othello. Do you know what I mean? I don't see myself yeah. in Richard the Third. So yeah, give me Mama Can't can Raise I even, No Man can I even or whatever. Get, can I like, even get past? Like, but this is the thing, they're not even conscious of the fact that they don't see themselves and that's why they're not exactly. interested in the books. Like, I never that? read a black woman book until uni. I didn't. Yeah, and I, I, and I didn't year. even come to it. It doesn't even make sense because you could look think about it logically you could say to you could say to kids boom okay you're gonna go and watch kidulthood yeah you'll show them a poster of kidulthood they'll be like okay this is this looks interesting i'm in it let me go and watch it yeah but then you're coming to give them shakespeare and think they're going to be interested in it. why don't you just apply the same logic that you applied when it comes I, to I films? i mean we can argue that both ways because i kind of like shakespeare yeah but, but you like, do you like know, you do but like shakespeare but given your nines romeo and juliet to read in your nine, in no. your ten. You don't do think you know it's right? No, no, no. Do you know what it is? Silly. Do you know what it is? Know. though? I it's all it's to do with um, setted, setted classes as well. And you're, all, you're also prioritizing um, the Western books. You're basically saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, no. for me anyway, my love of literature, as I said on today's podcast, <laughs> is um, like it not only allows me to know about myself, but it allows me to know about other people. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be lit- it doesn't have to be Shakespeare. It can be anybody else that isn't me. Do you know let's, what I mean? And that is a doorway to learn. Let's, like, let's, I love let's that. get to let's get to know ourselves first. Yeah. Cool. No, but not even that because we can get to know ourselves, and I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that there is no problem with giving people other narratives to read, so long as there is a level playing field of narratives. So, like, as when we reach a stage where. A black I- book ideally. Can, yeah, ideally. ideally. A black book is is marketed in the same way as some Becky writing about, I don't know, like hair or like like going out of her, like Instagram. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? If it's marketing the same, cool, like do yeah. it. Yeah. But when we get 
like we need to get to that level playing field first. True. There's a whole lot that needs changing. But cool. Yeah, wow, that was question. a really great question. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I think we've yeah, we've come we've to exhausted the, our time. the end of our show. We've exhausted our time. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you everybody for Thank coming. You so much listening for coming. to Mostly Lit Live. Thank you so much. Um, Do we have any announcements? No, yeah, please uh, follow, obviously follow us on, on Twitter. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. So mostly lit at Twitter, mostly lit pod at Instagram. Uh, like we're you on know. YouTube now, so mostly lit YouTube. Yeah, man, soon, soon. Right, we're branching out, you know. Yeah, we've got a no new one holding one. us back anymore. No, man. That, that one wing, that one wing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, we grown. We better than we, we no. grow. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing that. Um, obviously, well, yeah, I've got right, Twitter fingers, you know. Yeah, man. Just be like, too, too far. We um. Yeah, rate, review us and stuff. And yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, really. So thank you a lot. Coming. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank Thanks you. so much. Everyone, I'll just make some noise once again for Mostly Lit, their live show at the Roundhouse. You can continue the conversation on Twitter, hashtag Mostly Lit Live. Those of you that didn't get your question answered. Yeah. Just tweet, wow. you know Ray, you know them guys, they're on Twitter. So ask it, continue the conversation, continue to show your support to podcasts like Mostly Lit. Um, get home safely. Peace. We love you, Ray. <laughs> love you, Bill. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.